season three of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, where it's okay to be uncomfortable. We're your host, I'm Melissa. And Vanessa. And today's topic is gratitude. Around this time of year is when we typically see posts, commercials, or reminders to give thanks. So we're going to try that here today, but with an un- uncomfortable twist to it. So what uncomfortable moment, Vanessa, or experience has happened to you recently that you are actually grateful for? Well, I think I actually shared this with you last night, but uh, I recently had a good old cry and I think it might have been honestly (laughs) months since I have cried, which sounds strange when I say it, but lots has been happening recently and then I had a fat therapy session And then afterwards, I just was crying. (laughs) Compounded need for a cry. I think so. It was a good release, so I'm thankful for it because I was at least able to to get a little bit of of the feelings out. Um, But I hate crying. It's so uncomfortable. And then I get a headache and my eyes hurt. My face is puffy. Uh, And I've had my struggles with feeling like it's okay to cry. But even though it was uncomfortable, I'm grateful it happened. What about you? Crying is a vehicle for your emotions. It's always what I say. Um, But for me, actually, I am grateful for um, the fact that I made the uncomfortable like decision or it was an awkward decision to reach out to a colleague of mine um, about a position outside of the agency that we're at um, that I was interested in because I know I know that they had worked at that um, other agency or or company before it ended up being nice even though it's kind of awkward to reach out um, because they were like oh actually I was gonna share that position with you because you seem like a perfect fit for it and I was like oh wow it's kind of nice to hear someone outside of my immediate circle um, recognize my qualifications or remind me of my qualifications not that I need their reassurance or anything but yeah, it's kind of nice to do that, and I, I know that I was, like, hesitating to reach out, but I'm grateful that I did that. Well, I'm glad that you shared that with me. Thank you. I'm, gra- <laughs> I'm gratitude. <laughs> I'm grateful. I'm gratitude. <laughs> I, am, I am gratitude. <laughs> Speaking of, Thanksgiving is the usual time of the year when we are reminded to be grateful for what we have, ironically culminating in a shopping holiday where we go out and buy more things that we probably don't need. But besides that uncomfortable tidbit, practicing gratitude can actually have a positive impact on your life. So Melissa, I'm wondering for you personally, what makes it challenging to focus on gratitude, whether that's on a daily basis, a weekly or even monthly basis? Hmm. Um... That is a, well, one challenging question, just because I think for me, the first thing that comes to mind is that it there's just so much going on in our lives or my life. I can only speak for myself, but, you know, I it's hard to remind myself as I'm trying to check off all the things on my to-do list every single day to, like, pause and have that moment of gratitude or be in the moment and mm. and actually take it in um, for what it is. So I feel like I just not that I live the most fast paced of lives, but I do have a lot of things that are on my mind constantly, if not work, then other things. And I don't know, sometimes it's easy to just not take that moment to pause. At least that's just what I that's come to mind first. But How about you? No, I I resonate with that. That's hard. I also feel sometimes that I'm not living in the moment. 
Mm. whatever that might mean. I'm always worried about what's coming next and rarely enjoying what's happening now. Actually, I don't know if I read or heard or whatever recently this this idea of don't wish away a moment of your life, which kind of made me sad because there are times where I'm just like, ugh, I really just want, want this, this to be, to be over. over. I want to get through this. I want to be done with this. But literally you are wishing away parts of your existence. But it's hard in those moments to be grateful when all you want is for that experience to be to be over and done with. Mm-hmm. Whether it teaches you a lesson or not, or you're growing in that moment or whatever it is, it's hard to be grateful when things don't feel good. Yeah, and I know that I would, I'm better at it retrospectively like I in the moment it's hard to do the to be grateful to be in the moment but I know that at least my planner reminds me on a monthly basis to be like hey what were the things that you're grateful for this past month (laughs) so at least I get that immediate like physical or like tangible prompt every month but I know it's hard to do it on a daily or weekly basis when I don't have those kinds of reminders maybe I need that posted on my mirror every morning Maybe you do, but you know what? We don't have to figure it out alone because joining us today to help us with this topic is Lauren DeVera, host of the Thrive and Thread podcast. Lauren helps others unlock their purpose and pursue their greatness without the guilt, so I'm hoping she can help us too. All right. Welcome to the show, Lauren. So what has been making you uncomfortable lately? And tell our audience a little bit more about yourself. Since it's the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, we always like to open our episodes with what's made you uncomfortable lately. I love that. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited for today's conversation as the shenanigans that we went through before this was also really (laughs) fun. Um, mm, What's making me uncomfortable? Mm, I guess other than sweating bullets in your your closet right now. Yeah. Um, I would say it's realizing the hard truths about family dynamics. Mm. Wow. And okay, that was deep. That was. <laughs> <laughs> I am super deep. Yeah. Just and it. I'm like okay. trying to be mindful too. You know, if, if they end up listening to this. Um, but I would say what's been uncomfortable is just like learning to really, truly accept people as they are, and not trying to subconsciously project what I desire from them and what I desire from relationships. It's been like a rude awakening. Yeah. Okay. Well, this actually could be on par with what we're going to be talking about today. But um, yeah, so tell us um, or tell us and our audience a little bit more about yourself, Lauren. Yeah, um, I'm a certified life coach and fellow podcaster, host of the Thrive and Thread podcast. Um, I'm also the creator and founder of the Lion's Den, an inclusive community um, connecting through dance, wellness, and self-expression. And I'm also a choreographer and dancer, um, so very much someone that loves many things, multi-passionate, and is all about doing the things that bring you joy and that are super fun. And I deeply, deeply care about uh, people feeling like they belong and like they're a part of something and feeling seen and valued. and. Um, I live in Alexandria, Virginia. Um, I'm engaged. We've been engaged for a little bit. Yeah, thank you. Um, And yeah, I've just been getting ready for a bunch of shows and performances and really getting back into my performance art, my creativity, um, because, you know, running a business or running anything actually can pull you away from that. And so I've been really intentional about making time for my art. 
Well, yeah, that's, I mean, well, thank you for being intentional and making time for us and being part of our podcast. So we're grateful to have you on here. So Vanessa, do you want to kick us off? I do. Uh, so I'm wondering, Lauren, if, if you could share your perspective with us about what about practicing gratitude specifically can be uncomfortable for some people? Mm, I love that question. I have found that a lot of people feel uncomfortable practicing gratitude because they think that other people have it worse than them or um, they almost have this guilt attached to being grateful for things when the world quote unquote is so bad right now or other people are you know going through uh, turmoil and things like that or they feel bad about um You know, there's just kind of this feeling of guilt, really. Uh, So they feel like they need to almost uh, withhold their own light, kind of. Withhold the good if someone around them is not doing so well. Mm. That's really what it is. Like, think about when you're around a friend who's going through a really hard time. You almost don't want to share your wins because you don't want to make them feel bad. It's kind of the same thing. It's They they feel like they're not deserving of, of sharing that or expressing that. Yeah, and it, it seems as if, like, it's like, almost like a comparison. It's like, oh, you have to justify withholding that stuff because it's like you don't want to damper or, you know, mm-hmm. make other people feel bad. Interesting. I, I That's an interesting perspective. So when thinking about um, the idea of being grateful, what does that look like to you? The idea of being grateful to me is expressing it and maybe that's the artist in me but maybe that's vocally expressing it and sharing it with others which I'm huge about is we don't actually take the time to let other people know that we're grateful for them Mm. like we always wait for an event or something to happen for us to express the appreciation which is where I see there's like a, a differentiation between like being thankful when you receive something or something happened or there was an exchange versus gratitude of being um, in an attitude of gratitude, like a, a state of being, um, rather than waiting for an exchange. That's interesting to hear. And I honestly, I can relate because there are so many times where I think I've written down, you know, like there are gratitude journals or they suggest like bullet gratitude journaling or whatever. And I'm sure there are dozens of times where I've written down that I'm grateful for certain people or mm. something that they've done for me, but I've never told them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the gratitude ends in the journal entry, but doesn't make it to the person. Ooh, yeah, it's almost like a like a doing that versus being proactive about your gratitude and and not waiting for those types of you know prompts or actually going beyond that and reaching out to that person directly or that situation and being grateful for it in that moment mm-hmm. but versus like what you said versus waiting for a specific time you mm-hmm. know like when it's someone's birthday I'll start right I'm so thankful for having you in my life and blah blah <laughs> blah 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 but I don't tell them that to their face when it's not a special occasion so um I'm wondering do you have any personal habits or systems that help you be mindful like you mentioned yeah. earlier you have an attitude of gratitude so like how do you maintain that or promote that for yourself mm. I'm so glad you asked that. Um, Gratitude for me started with the journaling. Um, I'm an avid journaler and I I started it just by writing it to myself. And then when I studied positive psychology and I learned like the science of it and the benefits of it, I started taking it beyond my journal, beyond my pages, beyond just myself, right? And so 
I always, this is, this is actually connected to the first question y'all asked me about what am I uncomfortable with and accepting people as they are. But I try to sneak gratitude into all of my close relationships, mm-hmm. um, especially having, you know, older Asian parents and, you know, they're stressed all the time or they're concerned about their health or they're just worried mm-hmm. about what's happening in the world. I try to shift the conversation around gratitude. Um, so you can interject that in your conversations and, and it may feel weird like I realized that I was speaking a certain type of way around certain people and not bringing that to like my parents like why not talk to them the way that I talked to someone that's my age and just asking like hey what are you grateful for lately or what I do with uh, my partner is at the end of the night when we're about to go to sleep I'll say hey what are the three awesome things that happened today which is a different way to kind of ask about gratitude without using the actual word but it's a great way to kind of jog someone's uh, mental state and emotional state and be like hey let's look at the last 24 hours like what was the good that happened yeah um yeah yeah i do that with my partner too it's so it's so easy to focus on the bad the negative or i think something we mentioned earlier feeling guilty because the rest of the world like everyone has it worse that Mm -hmm. it's it's when sometimes when I do the whole like three good things at the end of the day routine, I have a really hard time coming up with three good things, um, which makes me sad because I'm like, there's so much more I could probably like be thankful for. So maybe even the idea of it doesn't have to be something big. I think sometimes we think you have to be grateful for big things, not just the little things like, oh, one of my like coworkers brought me a pastry today which in the grand scheme of things isn't something life-changing, but the small act of them showing that they care about you, like that yeah. should be something that I'm grateful you. for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, Vanessa um, has introduced a, a version of that um, in our conversations too, which um, we did this yesterday when we had our, a little meeting and I was like, um, the question or the prompt that we usually have is, um, what are you proud of of yourself or something that you did that in the past 24 hours? And so that's kind of in the same vein of of gratitude and being, you know, giving yourself grace and, and giving yourself that like pat on the back that you've done something good. Um, but I, yeah, I like that using that um, and asking that specific question, you know, hey, let's just take a moment and and think about what we're gra- like, what we're grat- gra- grateful for <laughs> um, in the past 24 hours is a good way. It's like a good little practice that you can do and uh, throughout, you know, your daily lives. So, OK, I know that you got into it a little bit, um, but, you know, you're talking about um, those practices that you have um, with your partner and, and, and things that you do with your friends and, and trying to insert that into your conversations and your relationships with your family members. Um, so how has that um, in being intentional about um, practicing gratitude in those different aspects of your life impacted your life? And you talked about positive psychology, so I'd be interested in, in what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, um, gratitude is a pathway, I really believe, to happiness. Um, It's something that is deeply connected to me, mindfulness. Uh, A lot of my daily practice is centered around meditation and mindfulness and just being really aware of my thoughts, the feelings that are coming up for me. And when I am aware of like, perhaps some resentment coming up or jealousy or comparison, like these daily emotions that just show up randomly 
Um, and there's just like a flicker of, of time, right? Like if you're on social media and for a moment you see someone doing something that you wish you were doing. Like if you see someone on social media doing something that you wish you were doing and perhaps, you know, the spirit of envy arises in you, you can take a moment and just be like, you know what? I'm grateful for this person, like inspiring me to do what I actually want to do. Whoa. So flipping, yeah, flipping that negative thought, that negative emotion towards that person and realizing that the envy really is you just wanting to do that very thing. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I saw Vanessa's jaw drop and I was like, um, same. It's actually a really great way to reframe it. One of our friends, I love her. Oh, my gosh. She's in Hawaii right now. And I saw her story earlier. I was like, oh, my God, I hate her. I wish I was also in Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) But, But yeah, that flip that. You're like, Vanessa, it's time for you to buy your ticket to Hawaii and live live your best life just like her. I mean, yeah, that happens with people I don't know, though, too. Right. When like I, I. Just as a tangent, I think social media in general makes it really hard to be grateful for what you have Mm -hmm. because it's a constant comparison game, whether you realize it or not. And on one hand, it's cool to be able to see snapshots into people's lives. But Melissa and I have said this time and time again, it's the good things. That's the highlight reel. But that sometimes makes it harder for you to be grateful for your own highlight reel because you're, you know, wishing you had something else. So. I, I would definitely say that gratitude, and I think one of you mentioned it, is deeply connected to celebrating yourself. Like it's finding what's awesome, celebrating ourselves, and, and, and savoring the moment. And I want to touch on what Vanessa had said around the smaller things. Like we think we have to be grateful for the grandiose or like the major life-changing things for the longest time. I, you know, I started with a five-minute journal. Are you all familiar with the five-minute journal? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was writing the same gratitude things daily. It always started with, I'm grateful for my cup of coffee. I'm grateful for the sun shining through my window. I'm grateful for um, this wonderful book that I'm reading. And just those things that bring comfort, even though, yes, they're not life-changing in the grand scheme, but in the small moments, right? Our life is made up of small moments. And another layer that I learned from my positive psychology background was we don't think this could also touch on the the previous question is we feel separate from the gratitude but oftentimes what we're grateful for we have contributed to that very thing Hmm. so an example with coffee the coffee didn't just randomly land in my mouth. <laughs> like, we, we, we did, I wish it did right? sometimes. <laughs> we did the act of going into the kitchen, making the coffee, taking the steps, having patients waiting for the coffee, mm-hmm. and doing you know the ritual of it. And we contributed to that. If you're grateful for your partner or your best friend, they didn't just magically show up in your life. You put in effort. You put in time. You put in intentionality behind those things. And so thinking about gratitude as deeply connected to your contribution also mm-hmm. makes it a hundred times more empowering than just like, oh, I'm grateful for this. Wow. Oh, I love that. I know. Yeah. And <laughs> and um, you said this earlier, earlier, Vanessa, where you're saying, yeah, it seems like, you know, all these little things, you kept repeating the same thing in, when you're thinking about or journaling about what you're grateful for. But I feel like, yeah, that comes with practice to realize that there's layers to those little things. And I love that you said that we've contributed to those little moments that add up to our life, our daily life. 
I'm wondering if we could maybe get from you, Lauren, like an example of, because I know, you know, people might listen to this and this all sounds well and good, but then once this podcast ends, the the practice itself is like, okay, now that I'm alone, how do I do it? So I think it could be really helpful for you to share just, you know, when you're in your moments of wanting to practice gratitude, um, are there like certain steps you take or is there a strategy you use or just like, how do you bring gratitude into your life basically? Yes. Um, not everyone is a journaler. And I think I the previous me would have just been like, start with writing it down. But if you're a person who doesn't write things down, then find a daily ritual or practice that you already have in place and use that as your primer for gratitude. So whatever that is, if you work out every single morning um, or you go on your walk every single morning, partner the gratitude with that walk. Maybe on your 30-minute walk, you're going to come up with five things that you're grateful for on that walk. Or, yeah, I would say partnering it with a habit that you already have in place is a great way to get started. Or what I've done, um, I wanted to have a group chat with my mom and my two sisters. And I was like, why the heck do we not have like a family chat amongst (laughs) all of us? Yeah. And so we actually have a running group chat now, but that started with me saying, hey, I'd love for us to text each other every single day, starting the day with the three things that we're grateful for. And so whoever woke up first, boom, one, two, three, the three things they were grateful for, and then everyone else kind of just fluttered in. And so I think just like any other goal or anything you're trying to um, become a ha- make a habit is include people on that journey with you, mm-hmm. whether that's like an Instagram chat or a Snapchat or, you know, a message thread. So I would say partnering it with others or including it in a daily ritual that you already have. Cool. Yeah, it makes it easier to, um, and then you also have a buddy there with you that can help remind you if you, if you do, um, maybe forget because I do something similar with a couple of my coworkers every Monday morning I know it's tough in the on Mondays so what we do is we set we take turns sending each other a little five minute stretch in the morning or video or like a five minute little meditation or thought to think on to just help us get us started for that so maybe we can start inserting that conversation what are we gr- grateful for for the weekend or or what the week lies ahead so yeah I love that advice we're always looking for ways to to put tools in our toolbox for when we come across these situations in our life so thank you so much for that insight Lauren um and yeah I know we we usually end our episodes with kind of asking um for any little tidbits of um advice and where are your where our listeners can find you and follow you so I know that you said that you have um your own podcast of your own so definitely give a shout out to that and um let us know anything else you would like our listeners listeners to know about well, thank you so much. This was so much fun. And like, I wish our listeners were able to witness the madness before we hit record. Um, <laughs> it was great, guys. It was great. <laughs> um, any last things? Uh, I would just say, take good care of yourself as we're entering the holiday season. Um, boundaries, place those boundaries. I'm just really huge yeah. on that. You know, yep. we're see- encountering people again in person that maybe we haven't seen in a while. And Maybe we all think about certain things differently. I know that's the way it is in my family. Um, Just extending grace for other people to be themselves and to love them uh, wholeheartedly, uh, even though it's tough. Um, 
And yeah, and I would say, based on what we talked about today, is don't think of gratitude as something that you're adding to your to-do list. Think of gratitude as a way that's going to heighten and liven up your life. It's a great way to savor the small things uh, that we take for granted. So maybe just, you know, savoring those beautiful flowers in front of your house when you walk out on Monday or um, savoring the interaction with the barista and just being reminded that there's other people that we're doing life with because we're very much in our heads. And I would say gratitude can get us out of our heads and literally Mm. into the present moment. So those are my few words. And if you want to stay connected or listen to my podcast, um, I'm the host of Thrive and Thread. Uh, We host bi-monthly, (laughs) bi-weekly, bi-weekly episodes. Wow. Um, And you can follow me on Instagram on Thrive and Thread or my personal page, The Lauren Devera. And if you ever want to take an online yoga or meditation class, you can get all that info on my page. So thank you. Oh, great. Thank you so much, Lauren, for being um, being with us today and again, taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. Um, everyone, be sure to follow Thrive and Thread podcast. We actually discovered Lauren through um, a mutual. We were both featured in an um, article about AAPI uh, women in podcasting. So love making that connection. So definitely follow her. And thank you all for listening today. Be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and on Instagram at I'm uncomfortable.podcast and we release new episodes every Tuesday so we will all see you then. Bye.